Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to the show. Joining us now, Bill Gerber, who has just started his first term as Fairfield First Selectman. Bill Gerber, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hi. Oh, it's great to, great to talk to you, Lisa. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Bill, how long is the term? Four years. Four years. Okay, thank, you're going to thank, settle in. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you feel like in. you're running and running. Can you imagine those people in Congress? Every time they take a breath, they're running again. Right? They never stop. I running. cannot imagine. And even in a town like Fairfield, there is way too much money in, uh, required to run. And it would it would be the same thing. You'd be constantly raising money. People think, oh, you'd be more accountable if we, if it was every two years. But I would say you'd be constantly raising money. It would be worse in many in many ways. And how much money did it cost? How much money did you run for the last? Did you raise for the last? I had to raise over a hundred thousand wow. um, dollars, and my my opponent raised uh, you know a fair amount more than me, and um, it, it, it it's really terrible. It, I remember when it used to be forty thousand, thirty forty thousand dollars, and it's just gotten out of hand. Well, everything's gotten more expensive as well. I remember when social media, Bill Gerber, first came, and everybody thought it would be quote unquote free. It couldn't be less than <laughs> free. I mean, what a joke! Now it's expensive. It's expensive, and the people who really know how to use it are expensive. <laughs> That's also true. That's also true. That's also true. Yeah. All right, so, Bill, yeah. catch me up a little bit. Penfield Pavilion, I saw a headline that said that you were supporting what – you have to explain what you're supporting, but it struck me that it seemed as if you had reconsidered something that was different from what you thought when you were campaigning. Did you change your mind when you became first selectman? Well, I, I when I was an RTM member, I abstained on the vote because I felt um, the project was too risky and um, we couldn't get insurance at the time. Um, the, we didn't know about uh, what the flooding implications would be of keeping the beach, uh, of lowering the beach from 11 feet elevation to 8 feet uh, based on FEMA's requirements to um, resolve our notice of violation. And so I, what, what I... At the time, I just thought we didn't know enough. So I didn't vote against it at the time I abstained because I didn't have the information. Literally a week and a half ago, we finally got the results of a study that probably should have been done a couple of years ago. Um, and the study um, was instead of looking at a 100-year storm where basically everything along the coastline would get wiped out, 
you know, no, no matter what, most likely, um, and you could basically throw your hands up in the air and say, well, it doesn't matter what you do because everything's going to get wiped out. We did a 10, uh, we asked our coastal engineers to look at the 10 year, um, flood. Okay. And, um, it really does make a difference, uh, to have this stretch of beach, um, go from 11 feet to eight feet. Um, if the, if that's a permanent change. And so that's going to be presented tonight. Uh, at the Board of Finance meeting. It was presented at the Board of Selectmen meeting last week. However, the coastal engineers are also very clear that there's no reason in their in their view that we have to keep the beach at, at eight feet, even with the building there. And um, we can re-engineer the beaches, we can nourish the beaches, and we can get back to the 11 feet level. So we can restore the resiliency that we currently have at 11 feet. And that was really, really important to but me. Isn't that going to be the very other... expensive to, are you talking about hauling in a lot more sand? I mean, what, what is that? What does well, that we mean do have, what does that mean? Yeah, it means hauling in sand, although it's not that expensive to haul in the sand. And we, okay. we do that up and down the, the beaches and we do actually, we do have a lot of sand um, that um, is going to come off of, the beach that's not contaminated it's going to be in a in a pile um you know um to the side and we can use a lot of that sand as well so uh the other issue was yeah it was a really risky um um the, the project that's presented at the rtm back in march that i didn't vote for um it turns out that project had a faulty um design and um our coastal engineering firm uh was brought in they recalculated um the load, um, you know, the, the pressure, the, the stress that would be put on the building and said, you can't do it this way. And um, I don't know, maybe that's one of the reasons that no one would bid on the insurance for the project. But uh, ultimately, they redesigned it uh, a few months ago. Instead of using these horizontal grade beams, they're using a helical pile foundation structure. And um, that's been signed off by the uh, by the coastal engineers. So I think, um, and we have gotten project insurance. It was twice as expensive as, as expected. And so um, the, the, the amounts, uh, the, the final bids came in, it's one point, uh, it's, it's uh, going to cost us uh, about 1.4 million more than um, the original estimate. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of escalation in all of our projects around town, and this one's probably less than most, so we're asking to approve it. All right, so that's tonight at Board of Finance. We're chatting with Bill Gerber. Fairfield for Selectman 203-333-9422. I wanted to ask you very specifically, I'm going to put you on the hot seat about this. The, um, the, disgusting, uh, the disgusting debris that was left after the Christmas Santa, whatever the heck they did there for the Fairfield University kids. The town knew about it. Fairfield University knew about it. Uh, the police knew about it. Everybody knew that these kids were going to descend on the beach with all their parties. They didn't expect, I think it's fair to say, that they left as big a mess as they left. But nonetheless, a mess was expected. And my question, now that you're the new first selectman, is, are you going to have a sit-down with Fairfield University and just tell them, full stop, that they are responsible for knowing ahead of time, cleaning up ahead, during, and after, and making sure that their students, with the cooperation of police in town, evacuate the beach in time so that the next time they have a Christmas on a Saturday, they're out by 4 and the beach is cleaned up by 6 before the next tide comes in? Yeah, well, we have had one sit-down, not with the president, but with his vice, vice president. There's another, 
Um, they call it the stakeholders meeting that's going to happen, I believe, in early February that our police um, that our police organize. And then we have are having on January 23rd at the Fairfield Main Library, we're going to have a town hall uh, in the Rotary Room at seven o'clock and all are welcome. Um, and we're going to let um, the residents um, speak up how they feel. And we've invited um, Fairfield U and Leonard Point Association and all the various associations. Um, we, I don't believe we have a meeting of the minds on this yet. And, you know, there are, there are several um, different players here. Um, there's the Lantern Point Association, the landlords um, that rent to these young adults. There's Fairfield View, where the young adults uh, are, are going to school and, and living uh, down at Lantern Point. Uh, and then for SantaCon, there's all of the other people that, that come from out of town um, and also probably a lot of high school kids who go down there and and um you know it, it there's been a lot of discussion about oh it's on private property the problem is it's really not on private property part of it's on private property but it it goes back and forth between private property and public property and and uh, which is the beach and they're out on the pe- on the um on the jetties and the beach was trashed and there was some uh, discussion about, hey, can we bring in our sweeper, you know, that we do after sort of big events like the 4th of July. And turns out uh, we can, but not until the next morning. Can't really do that uh, when it's dark out. So um, for 4th of July, we have people walking up and down the beach from the town that pick up trash. Um, I'm not sure I would ask people to walk up and down the beach picking up trash with, you know, thousands of drunk, you know, um, some, some, no, some no, no. in the mood. You know that what yeah. I'm suggesting so, is that the that because we know with the buses and everything else and how the res- university responsibly doesn't want people to leave a place if they are drunk. So they provide buses for, you know, egress yeah, and et cetera. Yeah. So we know that it doesn't have to be all of them. Bill. It's um, we know that it is there because it is basically a college sponsored or a college encouraged event with the majority of kids coming from school. They have plenty of budget. They make a lot of money for the fact that a Fairfield is such an attractive place to live and such an attractive place to study with the beautiful beach. And as yeah, good the beach citizens, is a big draw for it's sure. A big draw. Yeah. And as citizens and good citizens of the town, they spend a little bit extra money in their budget. And they evacuate the place in plenty of time before dark so those sweepers can come in. End of story. Otherwise, yeah, I would well, put my um, foot down as the first selectman. I would make it a big deal. Oh, it, um, I am making it a big deal. It is a big deal, um, um, certainly. But, you know, it's it's also a, you know, it, 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 it's been a, a process. Like, I think last year there was this. Um, uh, there was a letter that went out to all the, you know, the residents in, in the area saying we're going to do X, Y, and Z and um, putting, we're going to put our foot down. We're going to try all these different things. And uh, none of them work. The, you know, the Fairfield university was trying to have a, an event on campus and also evented the sea grape that no one, you know, it was very sparsely attended. It had no real effect. So they did try a couple of things um, that didn't work. And really now we know those don't work. So we were going to have to try different things because it's completely unacceptable. I mean, it's unacceptable. It's out of control. I saw the pictures. It's horrible. The pictures, the pictures the next day, the pictures a week later, I went down a week later after seeing some, pictures um, that someone else had posted on their website. Um, And I went down with uh, a trash bag and 
um, someone who lives um, right uh, in Burcourt and I walked the beach and we even after a week later, we picked up a half a trash bag of plastic knit bottles and other and wrappers That's just and things the stuff like that. that washed up on the shore. God knows what's in the ocean. And you yeah. know, the worst yeah. part of it, the most hip- hypocritical, disgusting part of it. Is- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All these kids and universities they're all about the sustainability generation they're supposed to yeah. be you know what i mean they're also i mean you know we don't use styrofoam anymore we use everything sustainable 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 my okay you don't trash a beach and if you know you're yeah, going to trash yeah. it then you better clean it up before anybody else gets on that beach yeah i agree and i think there probably is a lot we can do you know for the trash um i you know i i think I think Fairfield View hopefully will agree that there's a lot we can do to make sure that the trash um, situation never occurs again that happened this year. But there's other things that that really worry me um, even more, I hate to say, which is that, you know, we're going to be facing some sort of major tragedy at some point with a death or or something like that. And and, um, because it really was out of hand. And um, you mean the parting itself? You mean the well, the the parting itself. And and I look, we you know, I, I have. I have kids who went to college. I have one who's still in, in, in college and yeah, sure. Of course they're going to party, but you know, the the way this, the way this works out here is different from the parties that I've seen at even major colleges Um, converging in one area, one, you know, one area like this where it's hard to sort of contain, Um, you know, a lot of house parties at a university, they're sort of, in a backyard that's fenced in or, you know, in, in uh, at Ohio State where my daughter goes, you know, it's home after home in a whole neighborhood where they'll have house parties in their backyards. But here it's just spread out all over the place. And, you know, we don't really have the resources as a town to manage this. So our police, you know, if we had 12, 15 police down there within an hour, they, they turn their attention to saving lives and making, you know, making sure no one, no one dies. Um, you know, so they're treating people. They're not ticketing I mean, they're people. Treating so people you, who are binging, who are getting sick, that kind of well, thing. Well, you know, if if you if you saw the pictures, um, a lot of these young adults are carrying you know gallon um, jugs of you know water jugs that they empty out and put you know things like, you know vodka in and yeah, little flavoring and, and they're they're getting alcohol right. poisoning and they're collapsing and you know the the number of trips to the hospital, I'm sure that they could have done a multiple of that had they seen 
all the kids who had been collapsed along the side of the road. So it's really dangerous. And, and I think, you know, that that's scares okay. me. All right. Well, then you're on it and I'm going to keep on it, too, because I know I'm speaking. I appreciate with that. A, with, with a megaphone here. Right, we've got one call for it. you. Then I've got more things for you. We're chatting with Bill Gerber, who is the first selectman of Fairfield. Matt from Fairfield. Hi, Matt. Welcome. You're on the air with your first selectman. Hi, Lisa. And hello, Bill. Um, Hi, Matt. So, Bill, just so you can understand how this program and what you're saying is being received on the, the resident end, Lisa seems to be asking some pretty direct questions, and she doesn't seem to be getting direct answers, so I'm going to ask a direct question. Why By the way, can don't you not, okay, but don't speak for me, Matt. That's your opinion. Okay, no, okay, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. You were asking, okay. direct, you were asking okay. direct questions. I didn't feel you were getting direct answers, so I'm okay. going to ask a direct question. Why can we not say to the college and the students, if this is going to happen again, it's shut down in perpetuity? Because there's no way or reason the town residents and our properties should have to put up with this. That's Why can question. that not be? That's a, a good question. I, That's very direct. I, 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 really, I really do think that, Matt, that is a very good, good question. And there, I think the, the answer is, you know, there are limited that we don't have unlimited powers as a town um, to shut down parties uh, on private property. And so what, what, what happens here in reality is it does spill out on public property. So the question, I think the real question is, do you want to have, do you want to hire, you know, a hundred police from up, you know, up and down the coastline or up, up, you know, throughout Connecticut and are you willing to go and zip tie, you know, every single kid who stumbles off the property, um, arrest them? I mean, if that's what it comes to, I think that'll be that'll be national news. And I'm not I'd like to figure out a way to nip this in the bud without going there. No, and that's going to require that, I really think it's you don't a you don't want to do it, but attention. they do do that. Well, you, you I mean, really want to get that. the attention and, of Fairfield University because it wouldn't be good for them either. Uh, it would not. Yeah, and yeah, some of the question died. about private property and public property. We all know that public property starts at the high tide waterline, which means they're not down at the beach. They're not at the water's edge. They're on private property. And then now you've limited the problem if you're keeping them off the public property yeah. to the private yeah. property. And you can address private property issues with homeowners. And there's a lot of people down there that have private property that want nothing to do with this. I can't imagine there's that many people that want to put up with this on their private property. No, no. The only the only people that seem to want to put up with it on private property are the Lantern Point landlords. Everyone else does not want kids wandering. We've we've had we I've I've talked to people with um, you know young adults wandered onto their 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 front porch and just set up set up on their front porch or went to their backyard and set up in their backyard and went to, you know and and urinated in their backyard look it, it it is it is terrible but you know short of getting cooperation from both the lantern point association and from uh fairfield university you know if we can't get that cooperation then you're really talking about you know other measures and you know it's hard to think through what that means but part of it would be force and you know that's something that i'd like to avoid if we can and i don't think anyone would, would relish that no, but, nobody wants force you, is a last 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 resort but there's a I, lot of I would say let's that. not get labeled as a town that's afraid to enforce its laws because yeah, yeah no i mean that that Look, I, your point is well taken, but, you know, we our police force um, isn't huge and, you know, it's big, but it's not huge. 
you would need an overwhelming force to make sure it didn't turn into a riot. And I think um, we we would want to. I mean, it sounds it sounds good, and that might be a, a gut feel that you might have, but I don't think that's the way we want to at least go. Um, that would be the last last resort. <laughs> so. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the call. We're going to keep on this. I've got one more question for. Uh, for Bill Gerber, Fairfield First Selectman, before I let you go, Bill, I'm understanding, and we have not had a decision yet, but I'm understanding that the arguments before the Connecticut Supreme Court on behalf of the town with the appellate, with the town wanting to uh, be able to not have as dense, as big, as large a, a, a housing mixed-use development right in center downtown Fairfield may not go well. And if the court decides to... Uh, let the litigants win on this. What, if anything, is the recourse of the town of Fairfield, which I understand is very unhappy about what they feel will be something very out of character with downtown Fairfield being built right downtown? Lisa, I got to be honest with you. I'm not prepared to answer that question, but I will. Um, okay. Yeah, I will. I will. I will get prepared. I mean, I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not prepared to okay. answer with right. um, options. We're, just, we're following that story, um, obviously, because it matters a lot yeah, to people in Fairfield. You know, it does. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, we look. We have a lot of you know proposed developments going on, and there's a lot of really interesting things like th- that could happen at the Metro Center. But I think you know people in general are really worried about. Um, they're well, they should be worried about, you know, our, our sewers and whether or not we have capacity for some of these projects about flooding. Uh, will it get worse? We already have pretty bad flooding um, downtown um, and um, traffic. Um, now, the truth is, you know, I think people in their minds overblow what residential uh, use traffic would be I, I remember being really, really worried about traffic and fighting against one development um, along Ankwa, and it turned out, you know, my my father-in-law lives in the development next door, and I I sit out there sometimes and watch, and it, it's it's not a lot of traffic for some of these places. It for me, you know, there's conservation issues, there is uh, flooding issues, and there's just you know general, um, do we have the infrastructure to support some of these developments, especially downtown. All right, Bill. Thank you for that. Well, thanks for coming on. You're welcome anytime. We really do want to be keeping up with the happenings in Fairfield, Connecticut. It's such a beautiful town and so important to our WICC listeners. So thank you very much for joining us today. Much appreciated. I love coming on your show, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bill Gerber on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.